and welcome to At the Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Sam Belden, AVP and Head of Content at Forefront, and today I'm joined by two key members of the product team at Sterling Trading Tech, a leading provider of professional trading technology solutions. Uh, Mike Baradas is Product Manager for Sterling Trading Tech's OMS, and Brian Saldine is Product Manager for their Risk and Margin System. Gentlemen, welcome to At the Forefront. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. So today we'll be discussing some of STT's recent product innovations, uh, how trading technology can contribute to alpha and competitive advantage, and uh, some potential use cases for AI and risk management. And uh, also be sure to stick around until the end uh, as we wind down the uh, end of 2023. We'll be talking about a few predictions for 2024. So stay tuned uh, for that. Um, so without further ado, uh, Brian, let's start with you. Uh, I know that you joined STT in Q3 of this year, and I know that in that quarter, you guys also released some new advanced system functionality for your risk and margin system. So tell mm -hmm. us about your first few months and uh, what features you're most excited about. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, I'm excited to be at Sterling and contribute to an already outstanding product. Um, I think two great attributes of the risk system are the flexibility and the way you can combine risk and margin in one platform. Uh, I think our house policy builder uh, speaks to both of these attributes. Um, house policy builder allows um, a risk team to build their own risk scenarios that can enhance base FINRA and OCC margin calculations. Uh, so think of uh, creating like a crash type of scenario or identifying concentrated positions in a portfolio, or maybe looking at the worst five or eight or, or 10 uh, positions in a portfolio and how that affects um, uh, the risk in the portfolio. So, you know, we can stress by market cap or volatility or sector. So it's, it's really flexible and allows a risk team um, to build the scenarios they want um, that uh, reflects their own um, risk tolerance. Um, a couple of new features that we're really excited about um, is our horizon risk page and option closeout API. Um, zero date expiration options are a huge focus for both regulators and clearing firms. Um, and our horizon risk page allows a firm to look at a portfolio and see what it looks like post expiration and to see if there's going to be a margin call or a risk scenario in that portfolio. Um, our option closeout API takes it a step further and will actually recommend options that could be potentially closed out to avoid a margin call in the account. Um, so really powerful tools to uh, to manage zero date expiration options. Uh, another great feature that we recently released is our uh, FINRA portfolio margin reporting. Uh, FINRA has changed the, the data they require for their weekly portfolio margin um, reporting from clearing firms. Um, and we have a, a new report that's based on this new format that includes deltas, vegas, um, requirements, all the data elements um, needed for that um, reporting. Uh, looking to the future, um, we already support equity options, ETFs, FX crypto, futures, and options on futures, uh, but we are looking to add support for fixed income and mutual funds. Um, for fixed income, we're going to include an interest rate component in our risk shocks, um, and for both fixed income and mutual funds, we'll be doing um, base spin margin calculations, but also allow firms to have their own overrides in the same way they would with equities or options. Um, we've got some other great features in product design. Um, not ready to release those yet, but uh, stay tuned. We're really looking forward to the future here. Awesome. That's great. And great to hear that the innovations are going to keep coming. Um, 
Okay, switching to the OMS side, uh, Mike, you recently penned an article on how OMS technology can contribute to a firm's alpha and competitive advantage. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and how STT fits into that story. Hi, Sam. Yeah, thank you. Um, happy to uh, to summarize uh, for the listeners, uh, saving time from reading the article, but definitely. Um, what we wrote about was uh, saying that OMS technology is more than just an administrative task, that it's also a strategic contributor to the alpha equation trading. So given the competitive nature of the asset management business, alpha is the metric uh, to measure a manager's ability to outperform the benchmarks. And with high-performing OMS technology, traders can manage all order types from single orders to complex orders, such as baskets and multi-leg options. And so how can technology help? Well, first, by providing the connectivity to their brokers and exchanges who can access their best-in-class algorithms and liquidity sources. And this will allow the traders to execute a wide range of order types, as well as meeting their best execution obligation. Uh, second, the performance of the OMS must be high throughput, high availability, and low latency. So this includes the processing and round-trip latency for uh, the orders from the orders being sent to the execution fields coming back to the traders. High throughput defines the number of orders that can be processed simultaneously, typically measured in thousands of orders per second. High availability is the resiliency and the uptime of the platform, especially the daily market open and closing times, and definitely in high volume days, such as uh, options expiration. And finally, low latency measures the round trip time from sending the orders to getting the fills back from the execution venues. And the expected performance is typically in measured uh, in milliseconds. And third, uh, real-time uh, data allows the real-time risk management and automation needed uh, by our customers. So given the high volume and complexity of today's trading, terms will typically have metrics and KPIs that they must meet to quickly identify outliers and make informed decisions. So examples include rejected orders, orders nearing risk limits, protecting their customers and themselves from exchange violations, and many more. And trading doesn't end, right, with the executions. There are a wide range of post-trade operational processing requirements as well, from settling trades with their clearing firms directly to end-of-day reporting and other uh, regulatory requirements. So that's a, I think it's a good uh, capsule of uh, the article that we recently published. Great. No, I appreciate that summary. And uh, be sure to read that article. If you're viewing this on LinkedIn, uh, we'll leave a link in the comments. If you're viewing this on YouTube, we'll leave a link in the description. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, now, speaking of firms seeking a competitive advantage, uh, Brian, I know that you recently spoke on a Risk Live North America panel uh, that touched on the potential of generative AI in risk management. Uh, tell us more about that conversation. And uh, is that something that STT is actively exploring? Yeah, AI is obviously a very exciting topic and was definitely at the forefront of the Risk Live event. Um, we've also seen regulators speaking about it. Uh, Chairman Gensler has talked about some of the risks that uh, AI could present in the market. Um, if, think about using similar models and similar data sets and creating systematic risk events if, uh, if all those models kind of come to the same conclusion, right? So um, there's definitely a lot of uh, problems to solve when it comes to AI. Some of them are technical. You know, how do we implement AI and, and have it be useful for risk managers? Um, I think there are security issues that we need to think about. 
Um, data security is uh, top of mind at Sterling. Um, we need to make sure that our client data is uh, secure. Um, we're certainly not gonna look at any solution where, where that's not gonna be the case. Um, there's of course a cost benefit analysis around, um, around AI. We wanna make sure that um, the benefits of AI are, are going to outweigh the, the cost needed to develop it. Um, I think that's true in some places and other places existing technology can, can work really well for us. Uh, and then finally, you know, there's a PR issue, right? Um, again, it's not just regulators that are concerned about AI, but customers um, and the general public. We want to make sure that AI is uh, implemented in a safe way so that markets remain stable. Um, I think there are areas of risk management that, um, despite those concerns, uh, can greatly benefit from AI. Um, and, and AI can overtake the existing technology and tools that we have. Um, think about uh, use cases like Know Your Clients, um, trade surveillance, um, AML and cash management risk. Um, and I think about areas where there's huge data sets that you need to go through and find anomalies. And I think AI is going to prove itself in those areas. Um, I think we already have some great tools to manage market risk, which is an area that Sterling's really focused on. Um, we can we have great tools to manage both systematic and idiosyncratic risk in portfolios. Um, AI can, I think, augment those tools, but uh, you know, I think it's the, the technology that we have right now and the tools that we have right now um, do a great job of being able to manage that risk. Great. I think I speak for all of us when I say it will be very interesting to see how that whole story <laughs> develops and plays into the trading landscape. Um, so thanks for that summary. Um, we have time for one more question here. And uh, Mike, I, I think it's natural to, to talk about the year ahead as 2023 winds down. So curious, what is one prediction that you have uh, either for the OMS landscape or for the industry at large as we look ahead to 2024? Yeah, I think I'd like to kind of set the stage for, uh, for 2024 by sharing with you some of the, the products we've deployed this year. Um, just like Brian, I joined recently and we're very proud of the, the products. Uh, we, we, we've released. And I think the, one of them is what we call uh, order queuing. So essentially, this allows firms, especially, glo especially global firms, to uh, send orders pre-market uh, before the market's open. So a good example is in Asia, where they obviously they want to service their, their customers in, in local times, um, but they'd like to queue these orders to execute once the U.S. market opens. Um, another example is what we call the uh, the rules engine with review and release. So this allows the customer to augment their workflows uh, without new code development required uh, on the platform. So an example could be risk management. So even though we have our extensive uh, list of risk controls that we offer, uh, the rules engine allows them to customize or augment these uh, risk controls. Um, like for example, they want a to block a particular uh, order type and they can quickly do this uh, on the fly which gives their trading desk right the ability to accept or reject an order uh, in in real time and have that full uh, electronic audit trail without any manual intervention. Mm -hmm. And then finally, something that we call order preview, which uh, calculates the cost of execution uh, before sending the order uh, to the market. So not only does it calculate like the premiums and the fees for an order, um, it also um, allows them to um, to see the calculation of the margin, like the extensive risk management uh, platform that Brian uh, had shared with us uh, earlier. Um, this is fully integrated with that and gives them that full transparency. So to come to the, the, the prediction or the forecast, uh, as uh, we started uh, the question with, I would say it's 
it, it's bringing more of a transparency and efficiency, right, to our customers' training workflow. And whether it, it's AI or other automated solution, it does require data. So we are constantly looking uh, for solutions for our customers to take in more real-time data sources, uh, providing more data analytics, and finding more solutions to optimize the workflows. So I think that's our uh, our prediction for next year, to continue to consume more data uh, that's applicable, applicable for our trading workflows and be able to, whether it's going to be AI or just better data analytics, I think uh, that's what our customers continually tell us to, to develop for them. Awesome. Sounds great. And uh, hopefully that uh, prediction comes true. Um, Awesome, guys, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, so just to recap, today we talked about some of STT's new product features and how they drive value for its clients. Uh, we also talked about some important trends that will define 2024 and beyond, like AI and increasing transparency and efficiency throughout the trade lifecycle. Um, so thank you guys again for tuning in and uh, thank you to our listeners uh, for tuning in as well. Uh, for more insights like the ones that you heard today, uh, you can head over to ForefrontComs.com. That's comms with two Ms. And uh, head over to the news and insights section for a full library of our podcast episodes. And uh, once again, just want to thank you guys, uh, Brian and Mike, for your time and uh, for everyone who joined us today. Take care.